Welcome to the Merge Boo Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Yeah. Hello, everyone. Hello, uh, everyone. Um, uh, d- thank you for a double for hello, listening. everyone. I don't know. You can cut one out if you want. Um, but uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to this Survivor recap podcast. Um, uh, uh, this is Survivor season 43, episode seven, I believe. Um, it's the second episode after the merge when Dwight was voted out. And uh, me and Cody, I'm Joel, we're here to break it down. But we do have a guest. Cody, why don't you introduce the guest? Yeah, we got uh, uh, Ryan Gallo here. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Survivor of fan? Course. Survivor super fan. He's got it all. That's it. A little, little peek behind the curtain here. I wasn't able to get to Cody's apartment in time for the show tonight. So I watched at my apartment. And I am Zooming with Ryan and Cody right now. And usually when we have a, a guest that one of us doesn't know, we have the length of the show to kind of get to know them and have a rapport. But what you're hearing right now is some of the first words Ryan and I have said to each other ever. So this is it, it'll be it'll be fun working out a rapport together in front of a, a, a listening audience. Yes, me and Cody um, broke it down over a love of wrestling. So we're like a tag team now. Oh, yeah. oh, are you so? Are you gonna? Are you guys gonna team up on me then? Oh yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> I wonder what the controversial opinion is gonna be this week. Well, well I'll uh, I'll say this, Joel. Uh, you're not here. I feel like uh, Ryan's my co-host now. We met in a similar way to you and I meeting. We met through a uh, a Survivor show, a Survivor type show over Zoom. Though it was during the pandemic. Where uh, Ryan, have you guys uh, met in person? Voted yet? me out. Uh, oh wow! Um, then no, th- and this is the first time we met in person as well. Yeah, yeah. We never got the chance to. Uh, we barely made played together. We were on separate tribes. Separate tribes. As soon as we got on the same tribe, Ryan wanted nothing to do with me. So that's your own. Too fault. big a threat. Too big a threat. Oh wow! Who that, did you and win, that Ryan? similar story to Joel and I. Yeah, when we got to the same tribe, I voted him out. It's true. Wow, there you but go. It, yeah, weirdly, in in the one we played, there was like a lot of like multi tribe, like behind the scenes tribe uh, uh, alliances going on before the merge, though. So it was as if we were playing together. We we were in on who were who we were each were voting for in the pre merge. I remember. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Ryan, uh, you're a you're a super fan. Yes. How long, how, how you've been, you've been watching since you're a child. Yes. I, I have a distinct memory of this sounds like preposterous now, but in grade two, my teacher wheeled in the old fashioned TV and VCR to show the class a taped episode of survivor that she had had her family taped the night before. Cause for whatever reason she couldn't watch and she couldn't bear to wait all day until she got home from school so we started the school day with her bringing in the tv and vcr and we watched survivor it would have been season one and i thought it was so sick and so i obviously watched all those early seasons i like many people had a hiatus for a while but i came in at heroes villains i saw mm-hmm. all my oh. old faves were coming back 
and I've watched ever since. Been a big RHAP guy. I'm a patron. I fancy mm-hmm. myself a know-it-all and have watched every season live since then. Very cool. Um, except you're not allowed to bring up other Survivor podcasts. I'm sorry. I'm podcast. sorry. Yes. I'm uh, also a Merge Boot fan, but I was RHAP first. Just in case uh, anyone listening hasn't heard of those other podcasts and then tunes out to theirs instead of yeah. ours. Exactly. <laughs> there are other Survivor podcasts? <laughs> not as good. I was not as good guests. I sure. thought they were the only one. <laughs> I did um, have someone recently um, send me that like doesn't know Survivor very well, but sent me um, uh, just an Instagram of another Survivor podcast. And they're like, you have competition. <laughs> they, this one's taking your concept. And I was like, no, there's so many Survivor podcasts. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Cody and Joel uh, have a podcast. <laughs> the We're the only Survivor podcast hosted by two guys. <laughs> I don't know about that. Either. But uh, okay. Uh, Ryan, how have you been liking this season, season 43? I've been loving 43. I've been super into it. I've been reasonably into the new era overall. I was less so with 42 because I'm also a Big Brother Canada fan. And someone that I knew from Assembly Improv who was in my class and we hit it off and we became buddies and scene partners and everything was on BB Can. Was it Kevin? It was Kevin, yeah. And he was... He crushed it. And so I was so invested in Big Brother Canada that it took away from my I only have so much room in my heart for survivors. So, yeah, now I. I went through a similar thing during 42. Big Brother Canada was so good last season. You watch. Nice. That it was it was tough to. uh, uh, Give my full attention to 42 because I it just wasn't giving me as much as Big Brother Canada was right last season, right? So now I have nothing else, I have my heart is open and I'm fully committed to Survivor 43 and I'm loving it. I feel like it's uh the best of the new era seasons. I like the level of uh trinkets in the game. I think that there's uh, a nice amount. Some, there's the Goldilocks amount, not too much, not too little. And we the saw cast some is great. fun stuff with it tonight too. The, yeah, totally. The cast is great. Yeah, yeah. I uh, like this season. You were said you were you're clear. This season, I've had trouble watching because I've also been watching. So help me, Todd. Okay. And uh, <laughs> that's really been taking away my attention. Yeah, the drama of So Help Me, Todd's just a lot to take in. Such a there's some good strategic players. <laughs> I know I know Todd from stand up comedy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Ryan, uh, who's who's your uh, survivor uh, favorite? Who's your favorite of all time? Of all time? Yeah. Well, I I sorry to shout him out, but I always got to go of Rob Sesternina. Whoa, he's my all time fave. Even all-time from back fave. in the day, I loved him. Um. But from more contemporary, I I guess I always kind of like Malcolm. I think Malcolm's a classic. Um, I like to think that my I I I like to imagine I'd be Stephen Fishbackian were I ever to be on Survivor. But I think an actual more accurate doppelganger might be a Nick Wilson type. I think mm. I'd play like a Nick Wilson. And more so, what's that? A bit emotional, but um, uh, 
strategic and but very social, I guess. Exactly. But he was pretty emotional. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, these picks are pretty uh, unique for guests on the podcast. I feel maybe uh, similar to uh, Chili more so. I okay. Feel like, yeah. Yeah. You got another survivor. Uh cast member with us yeah he, yeah. he did uh he did that uh show too but um and uh chili a known enemy of joel <laughs> <laughs> i think you're more my known enemy <laughs> um so before speaking of which uh cody and i had some disagreements the past two episodes um and we so we put it to a poll so I, and I do have the results of that Instagram poll where we um, I'm glad we can get to the bottom of this right away here. Yeah. So uh, I, I feel I like did, Joel uh, voted 10 times. No. <laughs> OK, so it is. Um. So the the first question was, who is Ellie? So last week, Ellie was voted out and Cody and I gave our quick who we thought Ellie was. There, and I think we both were wrong saying this, but I was dead to, on. One is Evie, right. right? Someone said that Ellie is Evie. I said Ellie was Evie. Wrong. Okay. It's Cody Zane. said Evie was Zane <laughs> from Survivor Philippines. Yeah. So there were there were thirty nine votes. Holy and shit! It came down to twenty versus nineteen votes. <laughs> so it's fifty one percent versus forty nine percent. Evie. One with twenty votes. Oh, come I on. was I was honestly gonna say that I picked Zane, so then we would have a tie. No, you didn't vote on Instagram. I clearly. didn't vote on Insta. I'm sorry, but I would have said Zane. I think I think um Evie is better than Ellie. Thank you. Yeah, I think Ellie is better than Zane. <laughs> yes, I think that too. <laughs> but on that spectrum, wrong. potentially, potentially, I don't know. We'll okay. have to see Zane come back <laughs> for the second one. Not a blowout, but not as close. It was who is Cody? Is he a coach or is he a? Did you Rupert? specify Survivor Cody, or did people yes. think they're voting me? No, no, no. I I put the picture here of Cody. Oh, okay. Um. So, twenty-two votes said coach, and seventeen said Rupert. So I I I was the one that said he was coach. So I won both times. Also wrong. I I, I got to go with Joel on this one. I think that yeah. Cody is definitely a coach. What? More than a Rupert? <laughs> Way more than a Rupert. It came down to Ryan, and maybe maybe um uh, you'll have an opinion on this. It came down to what what like because I was thinking if he gets to the end, I uh, like people will want to drag him to the end because he's he'll be more of a coach at the end, and then Cody thinks. That people will want to get him out because he's a he's likable like Rupert. I think that he's likable and charming. They've already stated that. I think that he's likable and charming too, but I don't know if Rupert is all that likable and charming. Well, that, in his first season, sure, people, sure. In his first and second season, people wanted him out because they thought right. he would win. Yeah, I, I, to me, I automatically lumped him with Coach because I think he's got the kooky character zaniness of a coach more than the. Uh, the what do you call it like heroic self-aggrandizing machismo yeah. of a rupert yeah okay so speaking of which let's get not speaking of which i don't know why i said speaking of which what not a good segue but anyway uh <laughs> we're done with which, that we're segment, breaking so down we're uh, heroes versus villains 
to I do the have episode. One, I do have one comment from last week to resolve as well. Oh, okay. I firmly say that this tonight was the merge boot. Really? Yes. I agree with it. Last week was the what Jeff called the thresholds, the threshold boots, the mergatory. That's right. We've okay. crossed the threshold now. Now Dwight is the merge boot. It does. It does. When when not half of the people are immune, it does open it up a bit. It is. It's to me. It's still confusing. Like I I, I don't have a an opinion which way on it. To be honest, I wish it was more set in stone. That, well, like, I I'm a but like um. Uh, I yeah, would say uh, that Jeff did say last week you're earning your spot in the merge. Right. No, no, no. I agree. I agree what that Jeff's language of it, what it is, but it's still the merge. The tribes are merged. There's, well, like, there's, there's, two, there's all the tribes on the same beach. They're all there. It's a it's the definition of emerged, but just because Jeff said it's not emerged doesn't like really mean to me that it's not a merge. See, this is the only podcast where this is important <laughs> because we're defined off the merge boot. That's right. Yeah, yeah. This we gotta what... we gotta make a snap decision here. We've been on the fence for too many seasons, Joel. Um, Rob as a podcast doesn't have this problem. No, I also kind of just don't give enough of a shit. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 well, why like don't we, we change we the name of the whole goddamn of the merge, the merge boot? Like, we don't make that big of a deal out of it. We just called it the merge boot because it was one of the the last podcast names available for because there's so <laughs> many survivors. I thought it was because it was meaningful for us. We had a reason um, for it. Okay, so we see <laughs> the episode starts with Janine. She's blindsided. She's upset. People are telling it's her it's okay, but she's still feeling a little down about it. I don't. She here's something I want to bring up, but if I in case I don't forget, because James had the knowledge as power advantage, she gave her idol to Dwight. Mm-hmm. Does that mean her idol walks? Yeah, her that, idol. That's gone. what we were wondering about. Yeah, I don't know. Like, did Dwight? hand it back to her after james didn't do the thing i have no idea no or it's gone once you bring it to tribal the person that carries it there has to keep it yeah i mean i i believe that so that's it's really interesting and we were wondering did uh the people who voted for dwight know that he had her idol and thus extra incentive to vote for him was to negate the idol or was it just coincidental shrapnel that the idol gets eliminated there was a there was a brief moment of dwight saying all this to jesse was there not and oh maybe there was maybe there was maybe jesse did know about this i I mean things just keep getting worse for janine she tried (laughs) to adjust herself to being open to everybody and uh she lost her idol and once again blindsided blindsided. yeah 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 so are we What's worse, think... scrape on the chin or blindsided and idle? Yeah. So, are we to think that Owen was also blindsided this week because he was he was frustrated with Gil Gab- Gilbler Gabler off the top as well? Was he saying that he was blindsided or was he just frustrated that? Because I know he voted 
with Ellie last week, but mm-hmm. it may have just been to split the vote. He wasn't I, uh he wasn't blindsided because there he was with Sammy um saying, you know, this is gonna be better for you, uh Janine. Oh, with day. talking with Janine. I see. Yeah. So I mean, maybe he just didn't want to vote that way, but he didn't seem yeah. blindsided or upset. He's frustrated with Gabler, but he said it as in like, this is an ally I have, but like, how long can I work with this guy? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like, yeah. And he was talking about that with Dwight off the top too. Mm-hmm. And then, but then he goes and votes for Dwight, if I'm not mistaken, or does he, or did he vote with Dwight? That's what we were tr- trying to catch at the end. Gabler, Owen, Janine, and a fourth person all voted for, um, I think, Ryan. Ryan and James. They were splitting the vote. So it was, it was three and two. It was It was the Baca where the the plan was for Baca to vote Ryan and Vessie to vote, vote James so that they had a backup if uh james was to pull an idol or someone was to pull an idol then it would have been ryan next yeah so but because vessi uh (laughs) jesse jesse on vessi uh and cody changed uh their minds vessi had the two votes on i believe james and the other three votes were on ryan or uh, i have i have uh i have the voting up here so Mm -hmm. owen voted for ryan Dwight voted for James. Noel voted for James. Yeah. Janine voted for Ryan. Yeah. Gabler voted for Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it was split. Sammy voted for Dwight. I was mm-hmm. wondering if it was Sammy or Owen who did the split with uh, Noel and Dwight. But so so Owen was blindsided tonight. Oh, Sammy wasn't blindsided. No, he was not. Interesting. Uh, he was in on the votes for Dwight. That's um, interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, I, 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 at first thought I thought that Owen would have been the one, but I think Owen was getting getting good with Dwight. He must have been so. Mm-hmm. Sammy's been on the good side of. The... Sammy's building a good game here. Yeah, he's been on the right side of the votes every time. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's interesting. I didn't catch that. That Sammy would have been the one to join with them too. That we didn't get any of that. Mm-hmm. He was the only Baca member not to vote oh, with them. Yeah. 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 He must just be in good with uh, Coco and um, Jesse and Cody, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Or, or Man, at least one of those people. How do you guys recall all of this so good? You're like reading comprehension skills are incredible. I cannot remember these tribe names, these dynamics. And Joel, like how do you... Re- are you looking at like a summary of what happened in the episode or how are you just remembering? Like, okay, at the top we had Janine chatting with so-and-so. Oh, that, that's just me remembering it. Sorry. That's yeah. amazing. I had to take notes. I got a notebook here with my guess... stray observations along the way. <laughs> I, I wasn't as good at it when we first started the podcast. So we got some There's seasoning. That. I guess yeah, so. We, we've had some seasoning. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, Speaking of uh, things you love, Joel, mm. like getting compliments mm-hmm. <laughs> with this was an almost half challenge episode. Didn't you love that? Um, I liked the variance of us seeing two distinct parts to the challenge. 
mm-hmm. instead of it just being one or the other. I liked. I've always liked the three part challenges where people are competing to get forward, and then the the pair sort of added it to it. But I was here's two things I was disappointed about this. Mm-hmm. I think you were being facetious or sarcastic about uh, whether I would like the challenges thing, right? Maybe. Well, I, I, you may have forgotten that over the years I have been become more of a, a challenge connoisseur. I well, yeah, like I think Big Brothers bit. changed it for you, has it? <laughs> well, big <laughs> the thing I appreciate about Survivor challenges compared to Big Brother challenges is they're not dumb as fuck <laughs> like <laughs> Big Brother challenges. Big Brother challenges is like you're a ketchup bottle and you need to absorb as much ketchup in your sponge and run it across it's like so stupid <laughs> um anyway um, in this veto i had to dress up like a ketchup bottle yeah exactly it's yeah. a narrative oh, all, the, the confessionals through the challenges and they take so long there's like three commercial breaks for each fucking yeah. challenge <laughs> um there's two this there it was unprecedented maybe not unprecedented but it was big this week that there was two there's a commercial break in between the challenge. Three, maybe? Two or three. It was insane. But anyway, uh, I appreciate the variance. But to the two um, things I was disappointed about was, A, they kind of tease us where it's like, oh, they need to figure out pairs themselves. Like, ooh, this is going to be interesting. There should be a rule. No drawing rocks. You have to figure this out on your own. Well, I, I think like to see them do that. I think they definitely were thinking that they would choose <laughs> but i mean I, I they did it in the best way i think if i would have been but there for though TV, i might have... for tv i would have liked to see it go hey this is a social experiment it's about what people will do when then, presented exactly. with an idea and they give chose them, that way no but the give them if you make the rule no going to rocks no leaving chance up to it that makes it more interesting I did. I did kind of think the same thing, Joel. I guess it would be hard to enforce. Like, how do you make them d- decide themselves? But maybe I did hope they would over, put it on a time time limit too. Maybe. Yeah, I guess so. Um, what would you, what would you have done too. if if you were presented with that? Because I would definitely have pushed for the random draw myself. I know well, it might not be the let- best TV, but. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, definitely that's the best strategic move if you're allowed to do a rock draw. But it, it to, I I don't know. You can, like, just add strategy in it and just... Also, what I would do probably is just wait until everybody... Watch everyone else do it, which right. I think is what took them so long today was some of them waiting for to see what else somebody else would do. But I would have been... If they're on a time limit, it would speed that up a bit. Here's what I would have done. They would have read it off, and I'd be like, I'm with Gabler. Mm. well he did well on the challenge tonight if one person would have been like oh we're together then they all would have started doing it right yeah but you need one person and then everyone follows suit but this was everybody like i'm not going to be the first one to do it (laughs) so it did really remind me um, because I'm a high school teacher. So it really reminded me of when we say, okay, everybody partner up and here's your, your homework task. And I ain't ever letting them paint rocks to draw. They got to duke it out. And the dynamics that unfold when you do that are really 
it tells a lot about the classroom. So I definitely mm. imagine why Jeff and co wanted them to do it for real, you know? Yeah. Except when they're on the mat, by the way, that was interesting. Thanks for that story. I, I appreciate I, Cause I remember that stuff from high school. It's so fun. Like you see their eyes darting around like you, yeah. and, me, you and me, then like so the a third person's trying to like get their attention mm -hmm. and you're like ignoring them and <laughs> You know, yeah, I'm getting, I'm having PTSD, <laughs> just like Gabler. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so they're not on the mat just and, for war veterans. Yeah, uh, they're on the mat, and Jeff asks, uh, Carla, "Hey, what happened?" And he, she was like, "Well, so we drove the rocks," and he was like, "Okay, great." I was like, "Why don't you want more drama, right, Jeff? Right. Come on." What's he here's the second then? thing: they already have a team. They already formed the teams. <laughs> Yeah, well, what if he did it on the? I'm just workshopping for them next season. You know, I'm, what if I'm on the mat he says next pick season, if they right do now. it again, they'll probably do the. They'll either be like, "Oh, I wonder if they do that again," or they'll be like, "Well, let's make sure they don't do it again." Maybe they, they do it at the challenge. Movie. Like he's like, "You got to decide right here, right now," and you know, arrange yourselves mm -hmm. into pairs mm -hmm. here on the mat. You know. Yeah, that's what that that would be my pitch yeah. for them to do it on the mat. Did you think uh, in the end is like what did the partner thing even add? Because I was also stoked when they first did it and thought this is a great twist. Mm -hmm. Two people are immune, and this is this very is what cool. I was getting to. Yeah, yeah, but then what was the point of this whole? This was thing? the second. That's what sucked the drama out of the Paris thing to me. Is like, I, that's also, to me, what was disappointing with this yeah um it would have been like a big brother thing like a festy bestie type yeah scenario exactly it would have so, been would have been good if they had to choose like who they wanted to be their partner and then when they got there it was like the sumo at the sea challenge and they had to, like <laughs> tournament style knock out the person they chose to be their partner yeah that's what they yeah. should do next time yeah it was funny uh too the way they paired it was most of them were with people that they were on a tribe with pre-merge except for the two teams that didn't make it through the first run hmm. so it's almost like it's it's good like you work well with somebody you've already been working with i, I guess so yeah it makes yeah. sense even though the first part of the challenge was pretty individually yeah individual and that looked like a nightmare oh, and i can't God. imagine what it would be like with one leg Oh, I know. And I I told Cody when we were watching it, I was feeling like claustrophobic watching. I really don't like that kind of tight wrap. I hate elevators. I hate that feeling of being coiled up. And I would have been screaming, like, get some shears out and cut this net apart right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought they were going to do to save Noelle at the end. But they just, I guess they unraveled her. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't, I mean, I didn't really even get insane. the mechanics of how you got through that thing. You yeah, just squirmed? I don't get it either. Yeah, you squirm mm. like a worm. I guess. Cody, yeah. what do you think? Well, I, I think it looked a little bit uh, tough to me, but maybe I just at a certain point give up and just start snoozing. <laughs> so like, don't even cut only... me out, guys. <laughs> Wake me not up when the challenge is over. Net... Not only are you caught in a net. Sorry. 
is you're also in fucking gross ass mud. Yeah, exactly. It's funny, like <laughs> Noel was like crying at the end, being like, Thank you, and I'm sorry, blah blah blah. But she was like covered in mud and like honestly unrecognizable under all the mud. Yeah. <laughs> she looked like nothing like her. She looked yeah. ridiculous. With her face covered in mud and she's like, I don't know why I'm getting emotional. I'm like, oh my God. It's funny. Not that it was funny. I mean, this is like the kind of shit that Jeff loves. It's like, I can't believe it after all these years. People are, even though you're playing against each other, it really seems like you love each other and you help each other. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's not surprising to me, Jeff. Like, yeah, yeah. They're just helping each other. Yeah, good for Noelle. I don't know. She didn't do the challenge right, but she her friends helped her out of the net. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excellent. That's what Survivor can give you. Yeah. Let's take five minutes to talk about what just happened. No, come on. Let's. We don't need another commercial break. It's a microcosm, Joel. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We took... 18 strangers and put them in a net under <laughs> over top of some mud. <laughs> 39 days. Or 20 or whatever. Yeah, 26 days, sorry. Imagine they're like, we're bringing back 39 days, but we're, what we're changing up is they're going to be a net <laughs> over top of mud the entire time. <laughs> It'd be a fun vote out. <laughs> You'd finally get to get out of that fucking net. <laughs> hey, so um, then we get Go yeah, on. we uh, get Carla falling into the other net. Planks. Yeah, and and also James and Ryan did too. And Ryan was giving James an earful about it at the end. I'm like, it's not like you're gonna work together again. You don't need to do. You don't need to work on the teamwork shit. Yeah, yeah like you, you don't need advice about it now. It's over. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna do this challenge or yeah. be partners. Like, you gotta look at me in the eye. Look me in the eye. I was just like, it's fine. It's done. Yeah. You're yeah. done. We're done. <laughs> And then we get Rockstar Gabler having the power of all of the military behind him, keeping his arms strong. Actually, when this he minutes did for this person, when he did that and he thanked the military um, and all of that stuff and like called upon their strength. I saw the ghost of Rudy Bosch grab <laughs> his arms from behind. My guy, guess what? Rudy Bosch died three years ago today. Are you serious? Yeah, it was a three-year anniversary today. That's eerie. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder I saw it in there. And he held Gabler's arms, and he helped <laughs> crank that bucket right back up to the and top. All his, and all his friends that he was going to sick onto Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was interesting um gabler talking about all the people in his life he was devoting each minute to one person in his life which i actually am gonna do start doing for this podcast yeah who's this minute for this minute is for um the the doctor who um told me that the the mole on the bottom of my foot was not cancer and nice. that it was actually just a bruise Good oh, minute. Uh, for me, this minute's for uh, the whole state of Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, I loved how um, he had the entire military and the state of Alaska behind him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At one point, he was like, and Noel. <laughs> uh, My um, minute is for Gabler. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. 
Yeah, there you go. I called for, it during when it came down to those two. creating this concept. <laughs> we we uh we placed our bets. I had Gabler. How about that though? Like Gabler's forearms, like everyone else that tried to crank it back up went down immediately. Yeah. But he was able My to guess do it is multiple that if Ryan, times. If Ryan was in that challenge, he would have won. No. I don't think so. Ryan's too big. Well, we'll never know. 25% of Ryan's body weight and he's lost mm. weight. Yeah. Like he's a big guy. Gabler yeah. was the smallest going into that. Mhm. Ryan also wouldn't have had Rudy's ghost. Yeah. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah. Um but uh, to me this was like I don't know. Remember when Christian had that great challenge where he was talking to Jeff about Ruben's sandwiches and macarons right. and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was like the shitty version of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't like that? No, I thought it was stupid. I was like, you're, I don't know. It's it's nice, obviously. He's talking about all the people in his life and it's purely, it's sh- totally meaningful to him, but it just means nothing to me. I, I love him. Gabler. He's I want him exactly the character we needed on this. How? No. Yeah, like, this I is like this is what I like Tom Henry's people. been dreaming of. No, I, he takes it's he's taken too seriously. It's is like, Gabler a coach or a Rupert? He's more of a Rupert to me. Yeah, I think I think but, it might be. I think he would lose at the end, but he is to me. I think he's more personality like more rupert like but he i also think... wanted the the fishing sling too yeah exactly yeah, yeah. but so gabler's Bad more of a rupert it. but he would lose in the end no he's more of a coach it, but he would win in the end no he <laughs> what I, he, no it's it, it's it's difficult it's it's a hard analog but uh i think i think that rupert sorry i think that gabler's kind of more in the middle i feel like he is more delusional like coach we'll see we'll see as the game goes on but yeah um yeah i mean slayed his slayed a dragon last week that's true he did yeah well as this uh season goes along i'm really seeing this uh as a three horse race to me between okay between um carla Mm-hmm. Jesse or Sammy, and I can't imagine any other winner. What about Cody? I would say that Cody, no, because if he gets there, he'll probably get there with like a Jesse or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then what about, uh, what I would about put, Owen. I would put James, James and Owen almost as like a next year. There are, but like, look at the two winners of the last two seasons in mm-hmm. the new era. Under the radar winners, mm-hmm. people that came uh, up like they're like I'm not even talking about the edit. Like I'm sure uh, on the edit, yeah, there was a lot of decoy winner bo- boots in both of the winner edits in both of those seasons. But even on the island, I think like everyone else were, were weren't looking at Marianne and uh, I mean Erica. So I I, I am looking more at the Jesse Jameses and, and the Owens. What's that? Jesse and Carla are kind of like no one's talking about them. They're under the radar, and it's only but because. The, but that's the same with Omar from last season, and he became more of a threat when, like, he's playing strategically off the top of the merge. But then, like, it it's hard to hide that shit. Maybe, but yeah, James has just been the radar since they've 
since last week. Like they've been talking about him then. They've been talking about him this week. Honestly, I was I was thinking that he was going home. You did. You were. Yeah. I going I, into tribal. I, at a certain I point, was I was like, thinking. At a certain point, I was pretty sure it was going to be Dwight. I I had a I had a good feeling, especially once I saw Janine give him her her idol and. And they were just acting a bit too caught. We were hearing more from Jesse about the Dwight thing too. So I was like, oh, I think it's I think that it's that was beautiful when that worked out. I, I as soon as uh Janine gave the idol to Dwight, I was like, Oh man, are we seeing this idol go? And I almost thought that uh Noel was gonna give her advantage, not to Owen, but also, also to yeah, Dwight. Too, and yeah, then yeah. they just all yeah. lose their advantages. Every mm. advantage in the game just gets <laughs> negated. Um, I thought it would be James because James committed a big pet peeve of mine, which is that I that baffles me. I don't know why players do this to share the knowledge of the knowledge is power. It says in the name, knowledge is power. And every person you share the knowledge with, you weaken the power. Mm. Why do these people keep sharing the knowledge about the knowledge is power? It Well, it's, it's, I, I think it, it, he did get a raw deal that he found it in front of other people. Yeah. And then yeah. Dwight didn't even hear about it from Jesse about the knowledge is power. He heard it. He just assumed. And yeah. That's why they started. Um, so that that sucks. But you're right. You're right. The knowledge is power is can be so powerful. Yes. If nobody knew about it. Yes. Nobody knew you had it. But here's the thing. Now it's sort of the, the type of thing where you can't really. I mean, we'll see how that plays out now. I was disappointed to see it come back in the game. I thought we were we were out of uh, once when Gio got voted out with it in his pocket. I thought we were good. But we'll see how it We've seen pretty much the same thing happen twice in 41 and 42. If there's mm-hmm. any variance in the next season, in, sorry, in this season with knowledge's power, then I'm like, okay, maybe there, mm-hmm. there's cause for it to keep going. But if, if, if it just fizzles out again or the same thing happens, then like just put it out of the game. Because if, if players are actually assuming that it's in the game before they even find out about it, it's like, it takes the the fun out of it, and there was never really much fun to begin with. But right. anyway. I wonder if um it was brought back because uh Geo's was voted out, or if there was always this plan to have it here, and if you could knowledge is power, somebody's knowledge is power. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll have to see that. That's when yeah. they will they'll keep it in the game until that happens. That's what Jeff wants to see happen. Yeah. Do you, Do you think the knowledge is power though caused the split vote to happen? I think just the 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 uh, all the advantages, all yeah, the, the things in play. Because no one knows where Coco's idol is. No one knows that Carla has it at this point. Mm. She hasn't told uh, I, My thought is that they all found out about the the bead thing. That's what I'm guessing too. Like surely Cody has said to Jesse or someone, or not. It wouldn't be Jesse, but said to someone. Hey, did you all get beads like these ones on my hat? And they'll say, "Oh yeah, we did have it, but Carla yeah. took it and made a bracelet or whatever." Surely they've compared notes. Yeah. Uh, so should we take an ad break, Cody? Uh, yes, we definitely should, and uh, we'll be right back. Okay, I'm I'm going to go to the washroom. And we're okay. back. 
Yeah, we're back. And I I thought of something while I was peeing. Okay. Good if, if if the if the I don't know if the producers want this knowledge of power to be a fucking secret or not because they put it in the place where everyone goes together. Right. That's where they hit it. Right. That's a good point. I I think they they like doing that though cuz they're like, "Oh, can they get this or will they come back for it? How are they going to get away from telling everybody?" And then they're like, "Oh, fuck it, I'll just tell everybody." Mm-hmm. But I mean, you I, they probably like that situation of being like, oh, fuck, one person's going to see it and they're going to be like, I see this thing in here. How do I get everyone away right now? And do they necessarily know that the like, I wonder, do people ever go to the water well solo? Like, is it always that a group of four is going to get water together? Well, Owen did solo when he yeah. uh, dropped yeah, it all he over almost, the front of his he, pants. He, he started, so he, yeah, so he, he got on his penis. <laughs> um, but. I mean, uh, it. I feel like the water well, especially in between a challenge and tribal, is definitely a place to go and talk strategy. Right. So if you're going to hide it there at that time, it's true. Yeah. Then people are going to go there together. Yeah. But if it's just like regular camp life, then yeah, fine. He's going to go. Like last season, to find the knowledge of power, I feel like Drea found the clue at a challenge and then found, then had to go to the water well and stick her hand in a fucking. Cylinder full of fake blood. <laughs> caught red-handed. Yeah, right. It was the caught red-handed advantage. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, and then with this one, it's just like he finds it in a bottle in the well where they all get water in front of three other guys, and then he has to go look under his under the the shelter for it, which is the stuff we've seen before. This I just felt like this was rushed. Yeah. They're like, we gotta get this back in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's uh, move on here to uh, what Cassidy did this episode. And we're good. So let's <laughs> move on from that. <laughs> she, I mean, she voted with voted, voted for Dwight for Dwight. It's true. She's the under the radar possibility winner because she's yeah. uh, so under the radar that she's been on the right side of the votes, and we haven't heard from her. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean. <laughs> Anybody could win the game right now. I I don't I don't like to be the the idiot who reads the edit anymore. So, um, <laughs> I I would will gladly be that idiot. Yeah. Do you do you do you look into the edit when you watch Survivor, Ryan, or do you just try and watch it as a as a like what you think would happen? I do. I find I can't help but to kind of try to read the read the edit a bit. Uh, I'm usually wrong, but I do think there is, um, you know, a story, a, co- yeah. a coherent story that they're telling. So yeah. even though I'm not, you know, trying to decipher cryptic clues like it's the mole or something like this, um, I think there is stuff you can infer from it. And so to that extent. I do pay attention to who's getting highlighted and who's. Yeah, they've gotten better too at hiding the winner, I think. They've gotten a bit better, but also sometimes like unfairly editing the winner, not yeah. enough. Well, um, here's a mind blowing fact for you, Ryan. I sent this one to uh, Joel earlier this week, but we didn't talk which, about it on the podcast yet. I think it may be a glitch, Cody. I don't think it is. So. Okay. Okay, let's hear it. The f- the top five confessionals because our we're on a uh, fantasy that tracks that number five with the fifth most confessionals this season. 
Cassidy. It feels like a glitch to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who are the so who is beneath Cassidy? So who are the other five? So Sammy, Cody, Jesse. Carla, Jesse. No, I think Jesse's beneath Cassidy. That does not make any fucking yeah, that sense. Doesn't, that, feel, that doesn't feel right. No, but Jesse, because here's my theory, is that Cassidy, when she does do confessionals, they're always like pretty general. Right. Jesse doesn't get a lot. Like he doesn't do a ton in the episodes. We see him going around and everything. But when he does do them, it's something very important. So it feels like you're seeing a lot of Jesse, right? right? But I think Cassidy has just been more like general, like, well, we're all celebrating James's birthday. We're all here merged. You know, I will like... say Fantasizer has been wrong about stuff in the past. If we're going by this one app that does the Survivor Fantasy. It's... Are you trying to taint my victory already? It's not a victory. Well, we'll see. There's no victory. A victory for me is uh, mm. strong words uh, towards Cassidy. I I'm sorry, man. I just <laughs> she she's just she definitely isn't giving us very many confessionals. I really don't think she is. Okay, so you're right. Jesse was higher, so yes. it's Cody number one. Right, makes uh, sense. Then Jesse's number two. Knew it. Ellie's number three. Okay, uh -huh. and then Carla. Right, and uh. then after that, with two less confessionals than Carla is Cassidy. Oh. It's, it's confessionals and questions. So that's questions that Jeff asks them. Wait, you think Jeff's uh, been tribal. bombarding Cassidy with questions? Well, I mean, you got to go back and watch. She's tied with Gabler, too. Oh, okay, so that's insane. Yeah, they don't feel <laughs> they don't feel like they've gotten the same. I feel like no, we've seen no, so much. I, I think it, I I honestly still think it's a glitch. Sammy's but anyway, low. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of confessionals, Dwight had a confessional where he's up in a tree. I was gonna. I wrote that down as a note. It was like strat. Like it was like he was riding horseback. Yeah, <laughs> it looked cool. I mean, yeah. it, it reminded me of the DreamWorks boy on the like fishing <laughs> on the moon. Yeah. Well, and you notice with Janine's uh, confessionals, she's surrounded by ants all yeah, over yeah, that. Yeah. She loves ants. I don't know she why she's always ants. sticking her hands in ants. Yeah, and holes if, like if always Baca covered was the, in ants. Was the Baca, like there was, there was a couple ant content when we were at the Baca Beach pre-merge, and then they, they all moved to the Baca place. Like, why didn't they go to the place that didn't have ants? Wasn't <laughs> infested. It's like, if like if you and your like a girlfriend or something are talking about moving in, where it's like, oh well, my place has roaches. We can move into my place. <laughs> and have they not filmed all these last, you know? 500 seasons in the same beach. I don't ever recall yeah. seeing all of these ant infestations. So oh. They're an invasive species. They came in a cargo box from the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they came in, in Gabler's pants. Something like that. <laughs> Another thing I liked about Dwight from this episode, though it was not from Dwight, but about him. Um, uh, What's his name? Cody said he doesn't trust Dwight because he, he finds that he's eerie. And I really liked that adjective. I certainly would not want to work with someone who eerie. was eerie either. Well, uh, I mean, the one time I was, I kind of was like, what the hell about Dwight was when 
he didn't have a vote and Jesse blindsided him and he seemed a little like like at tribal he was like what the hell happened and it's like well you didn't have a vote man you didn't have a fucking say right and um yeah so- i well we've seen Dwight and Cody be kind of at odds throughout this too Dwight was targeting Cody and Cody wanted Dwight out like it's been kind of i guess surfacing we just haven't got yeah. a lot of content towards that too, Not too uh, much to uh, see it come back but it, it was yeah uh, we i think i think we knew enough from like the two episodes we saw is like the two ally like the the it was it was cody and jesse and noel and dwight right and they came together to vote for mariah and then they won a couple challenges so it seemed like they were together for a bit but i'm not really surprised that cody and jesse made the first move and got those two out because mm-hmm. If you're able to suss out that those two are kind of being sneaky or or trying to lead the way like Noel was, which honestly was like, if this is it, this might keep happening where Ellie last week is like starts to lead the vote. Then they, they vote at Ellie. Noel this week starts to lead the vote. So they vote her ally out. They, she gets blindsided. It's like that could be a pattern. And that's that mm-hmm. was the pattern in um in Edge of Extinction, except it was. They'd lead the boat, vote, get who they wanted out, and then the next vote, they'd get voted out. For this right. one, it's like they're leading the vote. They're not even getting to tribal before they get blindsided. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Another thing I felt bad for Dwight from this episode, on, on his Merge Boot episode, he also drops out of the challenge moments before they all get this hero shout out about yeah. the, what they're fighting for. And Jeff's like, these three warriors with so much to prove. But Dwight is already out. Yeah. And well, this is the uh, kind of, I guess, um, difference in like the edit, I think, where they've been like trying to throw us off the edit kind of scent. A little bit because I was thinking I was more leaning towards James possibly going because I felt like we got so much more out of James this episode right, and we right. didn't really get that much out of Dwight. Yeah, like we didn't get a lot out of him there. We didn't get a lot of confessionals in general other than him straddling the tree. But I just felt like <laughs> I felt like this one took me by surprise. The edits fucking with him. right. Yeah, they're on. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wondered as well if Cody will recover from the regret of losing this like he has not yet recovered from the re- regret of the wrestling match and i think the best way to get over it is that he should have a wrestling match with gabler yeah <laughs> that's the only way for him to exercise yeah. these demons that now haunt him so he lost the wrestling match and he didn't get it into college because he lost a wrestling match something is that like how you decide things in america <laughs> Well, it's like a it, money in the me, bank match. There was a college admission yeah. dangling above. It could have been a scholarship thing. It was it was division. It was like uh it was to get to like the state. Oh, yeah. I see. It was like a tournament. Yeah, so when he it, said state, I thought he meant like state college. No, it was it was a tournament to get to like the the like whole state uh rather like yeah provincials yeah that, yeah like, to us that's called provincials okay yeah. that makes sense okay so He's going think... to opsa yeah yeah i feel i feel dumb i feel dumber than cody <laughs> that's funny but what 
that's just the, that's another reason why I think fucking sports are a disease. Like he he's regretted this one match for his whole life. It's well, that like, oh that kind God, of stuff could lead to scholarships, over. could lead to even uh, like all kinds of avenues, like winning at state or whatever. I like know. that, could, that's Olympics. insane. That's insane. That, that like that's just fucked. That sports like rolling around on the floor with a man is like changes it this, and he doesn't do well at it. It changes his life forever. Come on, that's dumb as fuck. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what we do is if we have a bad set, it could change your life if it's at the wrong moment. No, I don't think. I don't think so. Still, I, think I think so. You can the right people are there. Set. You can recover. Well, There's if time. you ever have a bad a set, life. you can just go on Survivor and win immunity. Yeah, and you will forget about it. True. It's a long life. You have to. You have to give yourself permission to fail. All right. Not, I try to live my life with no regrets, unless I'm like, I regret times I was an asshole to somebody. Wait until you don't get to state. <laughs> yeah, because I was an asshole. Sure. Okay. <laughs> but um. I don't regret times where I lost a pool match or I <laughs> well no that's not that's a completely different thing it would be like if you were doing like a tryout it's the same thing. to me it's if the you same were doing to me. a tryout playing thing. pool at the bar after a few beers is the same to me as two guys wrestling on the ground in front of their dads <laughs> no but it's going to state like you went you get scholarships you get schooling from it Who it'd be like the shit over for you fucking wrestling it would be like you can go to school you can get a scholarship for something else you can go to do something else with your life. Yeah, but that's what he wanted know. to do. But no, he he like lives his life to the fullest. He moved on from that. He does. He has a but like it's a, a limited life. time frame because you're schooling. Like you're at the toward going towards the end of school. Once you're done school, you can't go through that avenue anymore. You can't compete in high school events. Okay, so he wanted to be a wrestler, and that's now. But now he's like a fucking surfer. He's his life's fine. He's good. He's on Survivor. L I V I N, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> are you really? In, you are a competitive person, so I'm not surprised that you are standing up for sports in this way. Yeah, well, I I am because I mean it leads to all different avenues. Like, yeah, maybe he didn't want to be like a wrestler. Maybe he did want to be a wrestler. Maybe he wanted to go to the Olympics. Maybe he just wanted the scholarship for school. Maybe he wanted to get noticed for that. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's just competitive. I but just it... believe in living with no regrets. And if 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 I had if I was regretting something, and it was over a sports match, I just I'd like it wouldn't be the thing that I would choose to regret. I, I don't what, think that I'm he saying. was saying it with all of his heart. Like, I don't think he's been thinking about that wrestling match. But regret, is a, regret is a painful emotion. It's a powerful emotion to wish you didn't do something, to wish something in your How life. How would you know? You live your life without them. <laughs> What's that? I do regret. I do. I, but I try not to. And I've and I've tried to figure out a mindset where I didn't have, where I don't have regrets. Oh, so you do have regrets. Sure. But I, but they're not sports related. Yeah. Oh, what are they that are so much more important than him going to state? <laughs> what the hell is state anyway? <laughs> <laughs> it means nothing. What do you mean it means Get nothing? A little trophy. It could mean thousands of dollars. Okay, but where's that money now? 
No worry, he didn't get it. He didn't get in. He's so much older than school. College that beat him. The other guy has a fucking PhD that just got paid for. But he's not on Survivor. That's true. He's not on Survivor. He's a heart valve specialist now. It was gay player. They they look different age, but shockingly they're similar. Yeah. I feel like Gabler uh, is not that old. Like he's like the old guy on the cast, and I think he's like forty or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not old. I think he is in his fifties, but still, it's fifties isn't that old. Like he's I no my Rudy. Dad, yeah, exactly. Like being in your sixties or seventies, that's pushing it. Yeah. Well, uh, let's get on to uh, the tribal council here. Did anything? Uh... Exciting happened here. We kind of broke down all of the mechanics of it. Well, I do. I I want I want to bring up before we get to tribal is that Jesse said that he trusted Carla more than he trusted Noel. So that's something to think about. Two two big sort of like narrators, strategic strategic heads in the pre merge at the very least. Uh, they're coming together. They're going to trust each other at least for a little bit. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give you giving me um. Uh, Zeke versus David Wright vibes mm. in uh, Millennials versus Gen X. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. though they they also were on a tribe together pre-merge, but still they were sort of the two strategic heads. They worked together for a bit, and then it became this big rivalry. What mm-hmm. about a Ricard and uh, Shan? Um, no, it's different because they were on the same tribe. They were, but they just happened to be. But they were both strategic heads. Sure. You know that they no, have no, to, it, it, these it, two have yeah, to collide in that way, but I, I mean like strategic heads of their tribes. Mm-hmm. Because Carla and Jesse David can't go wasn't. to the finals together, though. Sorry? Jesse and Carla can't go to the finals together. No, no, I know. I know. Something Why? Because you think they'll split the votes? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. It's going to be hard to say who would be in better positioning, mm-hmm. but for each, for both of them, they don't want to take the other one. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, we got a good chance of um, as as long as Janine keeps up her streak of being consistently blindsided, we got a good candidate to bring to the finals. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Janine and the ants. Yep. (laughs) I wonder I wonder how unpredictable Gabler is if he's if now that Ellie's out, if he's still going to be be this sort of like firecracker that they don't want to take to the end, because certainly there are people like Gabler you want to take the end. But there's also like it, like, well, I remember in season 39 with Karishma, we were like, oh, Karishma's going to the end. Karishma's going to the end. And then we realized, oh, no, Karishma's making too many decisions on her own and blowing too much stuff out. So they had to vote her out. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, as we know, you might be thinking this now and asking these questions because he's um, sinking to the bottom again and laying low. But Alligabler is about to come up again and uh, yeah. take his next bite. Take a snap. Yeah. yeah. Well, and now he's winning challenges. I don't know if if <laughs> he he may not be a a a, a final three uh, goat like we think. Imagine <laughs> if Gabler goes on an immunity run. He's the <laughs> Mm-hmm. challenge beast from here on out i i love gabler i like him too i i don't even think it's such a far fetch that he could win <laughs> i'm not a gabler guy i gotta say i like gabler more when he's like strategic i guess but when he's you know when he's like dumbly strategic but i don't i don't love him sort of being like a 
oh, this is for the veterans. This is for I'm such a <laughs> virtuous no, it's even man. Funnier. It's even I funnier. I, it's not funny to me. It's just like, oh, fuck this shit. It, and I'm sure there are people at home being like, what a noble man. I love that man. That's hilarious to me that people <laughs> would be like that watching that. I, I'm a huge Alec Gabler fan, and I hope uh, that uh, he creeps his way right to the top. I I don't know that this isn't my official prediction, but I want him to be voted out next week. <laughs> I am sick of him. Well, let's talk about that next time on. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting, especially now learning during this podcast that Sammy was in on the vote. Mm-hmm. And the next time on was Sammy trying to rally everybody together from the bottom mm-hmm. to flip things on the people that voted out. Yeah. Dwight I don't, it's very it's very easy to speculate from a next time on, but the next time on is not canon. Right. No, but I think we that's don't know. interesting. It's, it's, no, sure. It, uh, it'll be interesting to think about what will happen, but, you know, it, this could all be just confessional. I'm not going by what will happen, but what I am seeing is that Sammy seems to be bouncing back and forth and being involved in whatever's yeah. happening. Now, yeah, we didn't, the we thing didn't is see that he could be see involved himself go out next week because of that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Yeah, the next time on, another thing from the next time on, and this isn't any sort of speculation, but my boy, Jean-Claude, he was got, he got a, a shout, shout out. out. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to find a, one of my DVDs. Where are you, Jay? There we are. There you go. Well, a double Boy, feature too. Yeah. You found two with one grab. Yes, we I mean I I've, I think I actually have replicant on Blu-ray separately, but I I had been looking for Legionnaire forever. For the listeners, I'm holding up a, a, a double feature DVD, a red carpet double feature. What this, do you think um, Jean-Claude, Jean-Claude Van Damme would be like as a Survivor contestant? I, I My thought is he would be he would be an old guy like Gabler. He wouldn't be very strategic, but right. maybe he would try to play the game a bit, you know? Um, he, uh, could, but he, he could he could definitely be a, be a celebrity challenge. Big Brother contestant. <laughs> he would be good. He would be fun. But uh, I will say, I'm always afraid to dig too deep into Jean-Claude because I don't want to know his politics. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> I had my heart broken earlier when Cody informed me of Chris Jericho's politics. I had no idea. And it's just yeah, changed kind of... my whole perception of him. I don't know. What is Chris Jericho's po- politics? Well, his wife and uh, him were at the uh, Trump like White House thing. Like the like the, the inauguration, the busting through the gates and oh, breaking the, into the White House thing. Oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. I thought you meant maybe his band Fozzie played the inauguration <laughs> with three <laughs> doors down, three doors down and Fozzie. Don't you dare sully the three doors down's name. That's interesting about uh, Chris Jericho. Yeah, I don't want to know about Jean-Claude Van Damme's politics. There's a, like... Some of people, couple of people, I like too much, and I like them, you know. Ironically enough, that I could be like, yeah, okay, but whatever. But also, I'm just like, I don't really want to know, you know. Right. Well, I, uh, I hope I can ruin John Claude for you next week. 
Um, but uh, Joel, are you getting sleepy at all? Yeah. Do you want to talk about the tribal council though? No. My only comment <laughs> from tribal is that we got Jeff um reciting the Jaws theme. Oh right. Yes. And I think yes, that I was knew the there first. was something to talk about. Yes. Yeah. Everybody looked Jaws. uncomfortable when he yeah. did that. They were like kind of like humoring him a little bit by laughing, but they didn't know what to say and they felt like they didn't like it. And I didn't like it at all yeah. either. Jaws Claude Van Dam. There you go. <laughs> um yeah, that was funny. And he probably wasn't allowed to do it like cuz he did it poorly cuz they they had a did Paramount put it out? Jaws? I don't remember. Maybe. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, they Universal. probably don't have the rights to the Jaws. That's hilarious. Like, you know, like when a Universal. commercial will use like a slight variation on a riff, <laughs> he mm-hmm. had to like slightly semitone off for the one yeah. note. So it was not exactly the the Jaws. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're clear. We're clear. Yeah. So who's the Quint? Who's the. Gable. Roy Scheider and who's the Richard Dreyfus? Gabler is, is all three. <laughs> <laughs> who's who do you guys think the shark is? Also Al Gabler. <laughs> wow, I I it's funny him talking about sharks and shark bites and stuff. I know it was a car accident that what? got uh, it was a car accident that got Noah Noel's leg, but very often with people with limbs missing, it's from shark attacks. This was a big uh, stretch, and I wish that you fell asleep already. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, have you seen that video of that Australian surfer? She just got her arm bit off, and the there's a camera near her, and she's getting wheeled out by the paramedics. And she goes, I still love sharks. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that one. I still love them. I like sharks, even though they bit my arm off. <laughs> All right, I guess I am getting sleepy. Okay. Fine. Fine. I'll go to sleep. And I'll come here, and I'm here now. No, oh, Rupert. Ryan, do you ever get this far into the episode? <laughs> Um, I've heard, I've heard, I've seen Rupert make an appearance. I also like when Tony makes an appearance as well. Oh yeah, he'll come, he'll come. He's hiding somewhere in my body. I swallowed him earlier. I thought he was an Advil. Rupert, how are you doing? Uh, I'm pretty good, pretty good. Um, uh, I'm glad to hear that Cody's not me and that he's coach. <laughs> right. You know, I, you don't like Cody, eh? I voted. I voted that he was coach. It's not that I don't <laughs> like him. He's just not good enough with the Hawaiian sling. Right. <laughs> Even Gabler's more of a you. No. I saw what he was like with the Hawaiian sling. He sucks at it. You know, we're think... still about like four episodes out from uh, when they uh, originally teased us that Gabler was losing that Hawaiian sling. Yeah. yeah Chekhov sling. <laughs> yeah, that hasn't that hasn't been set off quite yet. <laughs> Maybe he uh he lost it and it got cut from time for that long challenge. Yeah. It's on it's on uh Paramount Plus or <laughs> yeah, all access. A little bonus scene. That's right. Well, uh I've had uh not much of an eventful week. I uh I I been watching a lot of So Help Me Todd. Right, just like Joel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I've been actually watching So Help Me Todd while he 
like because uh, I uh, have uh, created a being John Malkovich machine that I go into Joel's brain and I see what he sees. So when he's watching, so help me, Todd, that's what I've been watching. Right. And, uh, you know, and sometimes I can make his hands move and stuff, but most mostly I use it to just relax. And watch, so help me, Todd. Yeah. Well, originally I went in there because I wanted to, you know, steal some of his shit and throw it out his window and stuff. But because I'm trying to make a raft, as you know. But uh, um, then I saw he was watching, so help me, Todd. I'm like, this show's pretty good. I might just watch the show. <laughs> and you dug deep into it, huh? Yeah, How many episodes in are you? Uh, well, because I'm a time traveler, I'm I've I've gone to the future and I've watched all of them now. I've seen all 800. It, is <laughs> no, it biggest, goes that long. The biggest show on television. It's the only show in the dystopian future. Yeah, because many... I do become I become the leader of the world, and I demand that the only show there is 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 so help me, Todd. So because How... of its strategic complexity. It's timeless. Or, or or lack thereof. I'd say remember who you're talking to. How many seasons is that for uh so help me to like survivors at six hundred and thirty-seven episodes right now? Well, it it goes on for fifty more years. <laughs> and I've there's eight hundred, but I still need to binge uh sixteen hundred more. And that's six hundred and thirty-seven, including the ones we haven't seen yet this season. Did you hear me say it's the only show on television anymore <laughs> in the dystopian future? I'm sorry to piss you off, Rupert. Yeah, you don't. You love to, to ask the question, but you don't like listening to the answers. <laughs> well, I, I got to just look this up. It just seems so unbelievable. I hope you understand. Well, there's actually, you know how it, you, uh, Paramount Plus is that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. It's now called So Help Me Todd Plus. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, you can't even watch past shows anymore? No, yeah. Like, because I made them go back and edit Todd into <laughs> into all the characters in old episodes of Cheers. Did they do an episode of Survivor or a season of Survivor where it's just the cast of So Help Me Todd? No, no it's just Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Todd versus Todd. Yeah, one tribe exactly. of Todds versus you guys know that I got into cloning, right? <laughs> you remember I got into cloning? Yeah, I cloned a lot of Todds. Let's just say, well, uh, Rupert, in the, in the dystopian future, it's just me and a bunch of Todds. This has been very eye opening for us all, and uh, I, I, I think uh, Ryan's probably pretty excited that you met him. Uh, it's a it's a pleasure. It's an honor. I'm wearing actually a tie dye t shirt. Coincidentally, oh wow, enough, nice. In honor. I of, wish you know. I love that, but I kind of wish you were Todd. <laughs> in the future, I shall be. Yeah. You will be. Oh, don't worry. I know. Maybe we can use our uh, CBS contact to get Todd on a future episode. Yeah, just for you, Rupert. Okay. See you later. All right. Bye. Hey, hey really how's it going? Out. Oh, hey, Tony. How are you? So help me, Tony. Are you a bigger fan of uh, Tony, Ryan, than uh, Rupert? Than Rupert? Oh, yeah. Might be recency bias, but, you know. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, I'm disguised. I look like an Advil, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I didn't want I wasn't gonna say so, but yeah, I look like an Advil. I'm dressing up as Advils now. Because Halloween I like, I like thing or... around in people's body. I was a, it was a Halloween thing, but then I I people were swallowing me. So I was like, I like this. So I I keep doing it. The process of that doesn't seem comfortable, but if you, you know like it... I I have Ant Man a thing, right? I can yeah. do I can be Ant Man. That still doesn't help you when you're like in someone's stomach acid, does it? Well, I uh I figured it out. Like you know that gel that people put on before they they set themselves on fire. Yeah, that's what I have. <laughs> okay, that works on yeah. stomach acid. I, I rub myself enough. in that gel. Yeah, interesting. Okay, it's fun. It's like a roller coaster in there. A lot of slides, water slides. Wow. I, hey, uh, Ryan, we didn't ask you this. What's your favorite uh, season of Survivor of all time? Well, my favorite season. So lame, heroes versus villains, but of an all new season. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I do. I always have a place in my heart for Kagayan. I have a place in my heart for Millennials Gen X because uh, my wife Sarah and I we we started hanging out because she came over to watch Survivor, and it was during that season. And so our our like anniversary is the night that CC got voted out of oh, that season. So CeCe. that's always got a soft spot in my heart. That almost makes you uh, too like a, a Robin Amber. Essentially, yeah, exactly. Wow. Or a Figgy and oh, I'm awake. I'm Joel. Or a Figgy and Taylor. <laughs> that's Good. right. Her uh, Tony must have got too embarrassed that you mentioned Kai Gaian. He just couldn't he, handle he the compliments. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he got bashful. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I'm a Kaigayan uh, hater, as we know on the podcast. Um, I do think that this... he doesn't. He pretends he doesn't like it to piss me off. I do think this season, and I think Joel will agree on me with this, is already better than Kaigayan. <laughs> nah, I I disagree. I do disagree fully. Oh, I thought you would have agreed. Nope, I disagree. I don't think it's better than Kaigayan. I don't think it will be. <laughs> Well, I mean, this episode was uh, quite fun, um, better than Kayayan. And I think that with nope. that, we should uh, declare our uh, pop of the episode. Who, who who was the contestant that popped the most for you this episode? Well, I guess I got to say Gabler. We got the uh, we got the veteran shout out yeah. and the um, powering through the challenge and winning immunity. I'd have celebrating celebrating the demise of uh, Ellie as well. Right, <laughs> the right. Challenge. Yeah, the Allie Gabler uh, confessional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say that, yes, certainly during the challenge, Gabler was the pot, 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 plot. Um, uh, plop. <laughs> uh, but post-challenge, I think Jesse was fully the narrator of that entire segment. Interesting. Had as many confessionals as... Uh, Cassie. Cassie. Yeah. Yeah. Cassidy's my pop of the yeah. episode. No, I guess no. that wraps that segment up. <laughs> yeah. No, no, like Jesse, Jesse fully walked us through mm-hmm. the entire thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm, I'm going to go with Gabler as well. I think that, uh, we got a lot of great Gabler, uh, content and, about 40 minutes of this episode was before any kind of real strategizing happened. So, and uh, who's going home next week, Ryan? I would say 
Ryan. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. So you're predicting one of your own leaves. Yep. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Cody? I don't I don't fully know why. It's just the vibe that I get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I'm you gonna got votes go... tonight. Exactly. You know what? Since you said Ryan, I'm gonna go Cody. All right. There you go. Yeah. Pick our names. I don't think it's gonna be Cody. I definitely don't think it's gonna be Cody. Well, pick Joel then. <laughs> yeah. But go off. Um my thought is that it is gonna I think they're gonna like the seven that voted together tonight will probably vote for someone on the bottom again. So Gabler. Gabler. Get him out of here. Alec Gabler. No, he's gonna take a big bite. Oh, we didn't talk about this. Dwight is not on the jury. I thought I heard him say at the end of the episode he said something about that. Yeah, I didn't fully yeah. catch that. Is that what he, he said? said that he was like he, he missed was it by one a day, day away from being on the jury. Wow. That's weird. Yeah. Two into the merge and still no. One into the merge. One into the merge. I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) But it is weird that he's, uh, yeah. So is he not the merge boot then? Maybe he's not. (laughs) Next week is the merge boot. Very least not Mayor of Ponderosa. True. How many? We have four of each right now. Is that what we have? Four from each tribe left? No, No, we have. We did at the beginning of the episode, but now we have. Four, four, and three from Vessi now because Dwight's. Oh, okay, so we have nine people left, or no, no, no eleven, 11. People. Yeah. eleven people, eleven people. Yeah. Excellent math. <laughs> um, okay, Ryan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. This is awesome. Yeah, it's uh, great to meet Rupert and Tony too. You Where know? can yeah, everyone was... uh, follow you? Yeah, you can follow me. Uh, follow me on Instagram. I'm at Redhouse Ryan. And if I may shameless plug, I'm I'm a musician. I've been working on some tunes and I've just dropped a couple. And oh, so all that stuff's there on the Instagram. If you go there, you'll see it all. It's also just on streaming stuff. My name, Ryan Gaia, not Gaia, like the merge, but close. And uh, got a show at Free Times Cafe next week, next Thursday. So awesome. Any listeners, we got um, Selby Nixon and Melanie Dolan are doing comedy at it. I'll be oh, playing some tunes. For, thanks for asking me. Um, but uh, yeah, no, i next time for sure, dude. Comics. Next time I'll I'll be performing in it too, Joel. Yeah. So don't worry, I'll represent both of us. Okay, good. Are you actually performing? No. Oh, okay. I, well, maybe I'll sneak on. <laughs> well, uh, we are a tag so team now. Coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, there wasn't as much. I'm um, thanks for not uh, uh, tag teaming and ganging up on me, Ryan. When I, when me and Cody were arguing about re- the concept of regret, <laughs> I would have regretted it. <laughs> All right, um, and Cody, see ya. And uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, everyone for listening. You can follow us on social medias. Uh, maybe maybe I'll put up a, an Instagram poll about the concept of regret. <laughs> and then uh so but oh let me check if we have any me- i don't think we have any messages from listeners but uh where the hell is my phone well last um, time we had a message from vanderpump rob yeah and uh he has a podcast on the sonar network uh with us vanderpump robs um 
So uh, check that out. Nice. Oh, what's this one? Hi, first of all, thanks for making the podcast. Oh, no, that was from a couple weeks ago. Okay, no new messages, but send them some message to be read on, but also give us five stars on Apple Podcasts, and we will read out your question on the air. Um, and uh, But give us five stars anyway, and follow us on social media, and rate, review, subscribe, and goodbye. Thank you, everyone. See Have ya. a good night. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!